0: Hello everybody and welcome to
1: show, I like show better than podcast,
0: to the secret podcast
1: and you're not supposed to be listening to this.
0: And remember not to tell anybody because it's a secret.
1: Shhh. It's a secret. Shhh.
0: Okay, so this episode might be a little controversial. Um, I'm kind of coming after like white people's favorite cultural pastime. No, not baseball. I already did an episode on that. I'm coming after golf. And yeah, I'm just tired of people assuming because I'm white, I know how to golf. I've golfed a handful of times. It's pretty fun, but it's not like something I'm in love with and it's not something I inherently hate or and, and obviously it's not something I thoroughly enjoy um, and I'm not going to call it a sport. It's an activity. Real athletes play it in their off season to relax. Um, there's no reason Tiger Woods should be making more money than any starting running back in the NFL or any kind of position in, in the NFL at all. Because again, the NFL makes more money than any other sports organization. Um, I understand there's a lot more players that they have to distribute the wealth towards, but still like, come on, it's golf. Like, and again, I'm not denying that there's a lot of precision patience and repetition that needs to be done in order to become really good at it. But uh, it just seems kind of like the pay to play activity of quote-unquote sports like if you just have more money there's a good chance you'll just be better at it um because when my i recently like a long time ago my my cat i was being neglectful of her litter box i'm much better at it now but at the time she i don't know her litter box was gross and she peed on one of my roommates like golf bags his golf bag was four hundred dollars just the bag without the clubs four hundred dollars that doesn't guarantee you're going to hit it 400 yards, okay? Like, that's ridiculous. That's an absurd amount of money. Then let's let's talk about the cost of golf balls, the talk of clubs that you might leave on the course and replacing them, and just the fees for golfing. It's absurd. And then you, they, they want you to drink alcohol while playing it. Could you imagine if Sammy Sosa during his heyday cracked a fucking Budweiser before he went up to the plate and hit a fucking dinger? No way. No freaking way, okay? And I hear you all throughout podcast land going like, well, I mean, like, Tiger Woods isn't drinking while he's, he's playing, you know? And You guys are, like, all southern rednecks when I can't see you for some reason. And I'm not talking about Tiger Woods. I'm talking about the rest of the schmucks that play that sport, and they look like my dad. You know, when you think about all the greats from all the, all the other sports, you go, like, I don't know, like, Barry Bonds, Mike Trout, like, Derrick Henry, Jerry Rice... Uh, Connor McDavid, Wayne Gretzky, and then Jim Gandy. Like, what the fuck? Jim Gandy, whose beer gut should be sponsored by Miller Lite. My dad. You know, come on. And then after they're like, all right, here's your booze. They hand you keys to a vehicle, and you're like, I thought drinking and driving was illegal. And they're like, not here. When you're driving on grass, and you're hitting objects that have potential, if you're not paying attention, could easily fucking kill you or wipe out some IQ points. And it's like, what is this this just doesn't make sense. And then like, I guess the defense would be like, well, it's for like older people to play and stuff. So it's like, okay, I guess, yeah, you're right. And that brings me to my next point. You can play this sport until you're like 70, which is really cool on one hand because it's not something that you can grow out of and you can just keep experiencing it. And then if you have kids, you can play it with them. And that's really cool. But don't tell me it's a sport. <laughs> you know, again, like you don't, you don't see many old people on basketball courts. You don't see old people occupying hockey rinks. You don't see old people throwing footballs. So don't call it a sport. Please don't. And if I want to go that route, or if they want to go in the defense of like, well, uh, you're just being a little ableist. You just want people to play. You have a sport where your crowning achievement is called the masters. Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm surprised the person that doesn't hand them their jacket isn't wearing blackface and isn't getting whipped while doing it. Also, this is a sport where you had your Jackie Robinson in the 90s, only because Nike was like, oh, I didn't even know black people have money, let alone they'd want to spend it on golf, so let's sponsor this guy. Yeah, I saw the documentary, Nike made Tiger Woods, not the PGA, maybe, I don't know, I haven't seen that documentary in a while, and I feel kind of, I feel ew after saying that, but you know what I mean, like golf, I mean, come on their their country clubs are exclusive there's there's not really a difference between country clubs and clan meetings in my opinion i haven't been to many country clubs but i know a lot of them don't like people of color they spend all this money they're in this certain tax bracket and they want to get away from anybody who isn't white (laughs) so please don't tell me that this sport cares about inclusivity and stuff like that the first person the first asian person just won the masters like this year Okay? So, like, your sport is not very progressive, even though it's been around for, like, 300 years. And, I guess that's pretty much it. And, again, I understand it's an activity that people just do to relax, and it's their own thing, and they can have their own way. But you can't deny that it doesn't sound like it was a sport created by King Joffrey. And what I mean by that is... You can't talk. You have to be quiet the entire time while somebody's swinging. Meanwhile, every other sport, when there's a bunch of people around, like, it's loud, it's rowdy, there's chants, there's people shit-talking you, and that's just part of the game. But in golf, like, who the hell created this where it's just like, no talking, nothing at all? And it's like, okay, I understand. Like, that's cool. You got to concentrate because, like, that ball's moving around constantly. No, the ball stays on this tee that was specifically made, so it doesn't move. Okay, so why, why can't we talk? Because it throws off my swing, Daniel. I can't concentrate with murmurs going around behind my back. Okay, that's fucking stupid. Well, at least they'll get some exercise by walking this course. No, we don't walk this course. We take carts. It's like, what? Okay, so like, you're not, you're just kind of sitting out in the sun and you're just driving from shot to shot. And like, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm not knocking carts again because it's innovative and it speeds up the process. But if it speeds up the process, then why are all the tee times stacked on top of each other? You know, because anybody who's ever golfed has had to run in with people who are golfing way quicker than them and then all of a sudden they're hitting balls that are coming near you and it's like, I don't know, do I go and approach them and say like, hey, could you slow down or do you want to be one of those people that's like, hey, do you want to pass us? We're kind of slow. And it's like, who wants to be those people? Because then you're just kind of admitting, hey, I'm bad at the sport, you're better you want to do you want to go ahead and then they'll go no we're good and it's like i don't know the sport is just kind of it's just it really is it's the baby it's it's a sport made for babies and then on top of that there's also just like again it it, it seems like i'm i'm going for the jugular of golf goers and i I'm, I'm not i it's it's conflicted because it seems like a an activity that was specifically tailored to what i like uh isolation in some kind of form of nature that's clearly man-made. <laughs> um, so I don't have to worry about snakes or like scary birds or like a scorpion or something, even though they're not native to Michigan whatsoever. Um, you get to drink, you get to smoke, nobody talks to you, which is pretty cool. But I, I can't help but just kind of feel bored or like I kind of just wasted the day and I don't like getting drunk during the day because it just makes me sleepy and it just makes me feel like I wasted all that time and then you just spend all that money and then it's like well if I just went to the beach or if I just went hammocking or if I just went hiking and did something relaxing I would have felt better about how that day was spent and when people just assume because they're like hey you're white you know how to golf no I fucking don't (laughs) like I really don't and then if I tell them like, eh, I'm not that big of a fan of golf, and they're like, that's fine. Like, just come around, like come along and drive the cart, hang out. And it's like, okay, but like you can't talk while they're swinging. People are swinging constantly. Um, and that sounds, there's not many things you can compare to watching paint dry, but I think watching people golf while you're just driving a cart is a perfect comparison. Except when you watch paint dry, at the end of the day, hell, you got a new painted wall. <laughs> and you're not hungover and you're not sunburnt, and you don't i don't know you know the whole day isn't gone it took like what an hour to paint that wall it takes 3 hours to go out to this course in the middle of fucking nowhere pay all this money and then have a terrible time doing it because there's not a, it's not a guarantee that you're actually going to do well and if you don't do well you're most likely going to be a little upset and you're going to think damn <laughs> what a waste of fucking time and again like i People can love golf, that's totally cool, but I just want to throw my hat in there that you gotta admit, it's a weird fucking activity. It is, it just really is. Anyways, that's it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I, oh man, I am just such a curmudgeon and that is my essence. Anytime people have fun, I'm, I'm like, mm, no, stupid, dumb, you're dumb, and I'm smart, and I can't even speak. Clear sentences for more than three lines, or stanzas without stammering. We're going into a voice. So I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. Take care. I
1: Alright, so I was going to do a top list of comedy specials currently on Netflix. But instead, I'm just going to comment and review the top, spe- top specials I see as I scroll down the search results for comedy specials. That's what I wrote down. But what I did is I clicked these younger comedy specials and then I ran out of the ones because it stopped scrolling. So then I typed in comedy specials and then picked the ones that I haven't commented on that I have seen. So. Now, it is well established on this podcast. I do not have a great memory, so please know that I may have a rough go at some of these as they are more emotions about how I feel about the special uh, than, like, raw facts on the special. It's also interesting seeing how Netflix arranges these, and I'm going to take how they arrange them personally. First up, Tom Segura, mostly stories. I really, really like Tom Segura, especially as a person. When I first found him... Uh, I I really, really got into him, and I thought he was fucking hilarious, but it kind of seems like he gets worse as he puts his new specials, or maybe I'm just over his personality as a stand-up on podcasts. He's really, really great. Uh, Anyways, this one is probably the last one before I really started to lose interest, and it's genuinely a very good special, but not deserving of the absolute top spot on Netflix, though. Next is Dave Chappelle's Collection. I think Dave Chappelle is probably, if not one of the best comedians of our generation. And this collection, while it isn't all bangers, is extremely solid and a great return from Dave because it was right after his kind of hiatus. Next is Joe Rogan, Strange Times. This is garbage. I remember him talking a lot about like hot topics and controversial things, uh, which when done well is really, really amazing. He just didn't bring any unique points to the table. It all just kind of seemed like if you're trying to be edgy, this is what you're going to say. There's a Kevin Hart special on here called Irresponsible that I haven't seen, but I can just guess he kind of jumps around a lot and makes some loud noises, and it's pretty forgettable unless you're one of those people who endlessly quote something as their personality. Going back to Tom Segura, disgraceful probably where I started to care less about these specials. I remember laughing quite a bit, but not like how I used to, Tom. Just not like how I used to. There are two Burt uh, Kreischer specials uh, before I get to a special I've actually seen, and Bert is a generally funny person and a super enjoyable human. I like his interviews, his podcasts, I just couldn't give a fuck about his specials. I've even seen him live, and I've heard the Machine story, obviously, and it's good, but we just don't need a shirtless comedy anymore. I I just think podcasts are way more suited for him. Michael Che matters. Finally, we are on a a special that I actually am desperate for people to watch if they haven't. This dude is massively underrated, and I don't know if he's come out with another special, but I am waiting for it desperately. This special from top to bottom is just fucking class. He's one of the bright spots of SNL, think his special is amazing. It's even relevant to, to today, despite being made in 2016. A must-watch. And underrated. Not uh, underrated, but deserves all the hype, though, is John Mulaney, the comeback kid. Everyone knows how stupid fucking good this bang is at stand-up. This is a second of three on Netflix, each one improves on the other. Would easily hit my top five, and I did my top five later, and you didn't get it, so I'm a hypocrite, but... He did get it, but not this special. Bill Burr, I'm sorry you feel this way. I like the black and white, but I just couldn't finish this one. I really like Bill Burr. I like his podcast. Uh, but you kind of got to be in the right mood for old uh, Billy. However, I do say what? Constantly, especially when I playing more Rocket League. And that comes from him. So respect where respect is due. Uh, Louis C.K., 2017. All right this may seem controversial and I'm not defending the guy at all for I do genuinely believe that he is a creep and just a really weird dude and what he did was not right by any means and he deserves to get I wouldn't say 100% canceled but to have some retribution for that but he didn't deserve to be like classed with Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey I think that was a bit harsh anyways this special is it it's it's, unbelie- it's unbelievably good. It, it's fucking stupid, kid. Uh, please watch this if you haven't. If you just can't stand the guy for all that shit that came out, I totally get it. But as a stand-up special, easily, easily in my top five. Uh, next is The Stand-Ups, which is a collection of 30-minute stand-up sets from, I guess, lesser-known comedians. Or just comedians that haven't got their full specials yet. Uh. They have 30-minute sets by Kyle Kinang and Nate Gatsy, both insanely funny comedians, Kyle Kinang being one of my favorites. I've already seen him twice this year because he moved to Portland, and he's doing local shows, and I just love him. It was actually my third time seeing him the last time, and he's just fantastic. Uh, If you want a taste of how good Kyle Kinang is, this special is good, and it has a lot of good parts, but I will say that his... Albums on Spotify are better, and if you just want a little taste, go listen to his uh, "A Bit Pancakes on a Plane" uh, or "Pancakes in a Bag on a Plane," and it's it's just so fucking good. His thirty his thirty minute set, though, like I said, it's very good, but not his best, and that could be said about Naprgatsi's as well. It's very solid, but far from his best work. All right, putting a marker here so that I can is marker you know you think I would know this software better insert marker All right, cool. oh,
0: things are going
1: to go.